Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We love sharing news from our sponsor, Healing Inside Acupuncture and Holistic Medicine on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Owner Senya May and her team of practitioners are here to help you, especially when it comes to the health concerns that are unique to us women. At Healing Insight, women's health is a huge priority. They're helping women who think they just have to live with things like painful periods, PMS and PMDD, endometriosis and fibroids. Women like Beth, who shared this testimonial, she said, I had such bad cramps that I was suffering with PMS for three weeks out of the month and my moods were all over the place. The practitioners at Healing Insight worked their magic with acupuncture and herbs. I feel like a much better version of myself again. Senya says many of her patients are like Beth who think being on the birth control permanently is the only way to solve their hormonal issues. And Senya says that's just not true. Healing Insight's holistic approach can rebalance your hormones naturally so you're not struggling with your cycle every month. And Healing Insight practitioner Nikki Ballian was also also just officially certified as a fertility specialist by the American Board of Oriental Reproductive Medicine. She's one of only nine practitioners to have this certification in the whole state of Minnesota. Listen to the episodes of Best of the Nest featuring Senya, number 25, simply titled Anxiety, and episode 113, where we talk about coping with the COVID-19 global pandemic. Visit HealingInsightOnline.com. That's HealingInsightOnline.com to find out more about Senya and her team. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is The Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. And it's a watch, read, listen edition of The Nest today. We love to do this once, once a month. We tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to, and hopefully it'll give you some ideas. Okay, Marjorie Punnett, hit me with what you've got on the big screen. Okay, the first thing I am watching is the original movie called Hannah. It stars Eric Bana and... How do you pronounce his name? Suwarsi Ronan? Do you know her? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came She's out from, from Game of Thrones, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, then I'm wrong. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> but it's a it's a kind of a thriller. It's kind of an adventure. It's kind of like the born identity, but the hero's a teenage girl. The first Love. three quarters of this movie are fantastic. The last quarter of the movie sucks. Oh. But, I mean, it's so, so disappointing. But I'm telling people that I recommend it because the first part of it is so incredibly good that just from sort of a visual standpoint, an acting standpoint, all of it, it's worth watching. Just know the end sucks. So that's what I'm watching. But it's Hannah. Amazon Prime has now made a series out of this. But you want to go back and watch the original movie with Eric Bana. 
Very good. Okay, I have two things to watch, and they are at the other end of the spectrum. Because when you watch one, it's going to be really heavy, and then I have something else for you to watch to lighten it up. Okay, Okay, I'm trying to do this in the name of balance. Yes. So the first thing that I think you should watch is Athlete A, which is on Netflix. I watched this a couple of weeks ago, and it is all about uh, the gymnasts who survived USA Gymnastics (gasps) doctor Larry Nassar's abuse. Wow. And the reporters who exposed it. So it is really an incredible story. And what I think it will also do is expose you to some incredibly strong young women and also the dysfunction that can come along with programs that are just obsessed with success and how then anything can go within that. Um, One of the quote unquote stars of the documentary is Maggie Nichols, who is um, an NCAA gymnast, a wildly successful gymnast. She's from Little Canada, Minnesota. Hmm. And she essentially lost her Olympic dreams because she reported this abuse. And it is heartbreaking and emotional, and many of us know the story of Larry Nasser, but to also understand, sort of spotlight-esque, the reporting that went in right. to investigating this and putting it out there. I also think as a, as a member of the media, when it's so easy right now for people to always go, oh, the media, media. this, the media yeah. that. Guess what, guys? If we didn't have the media, none of this stuff would be coming out right. because it is reporters who are working tirelessly to tell these stories and to fight for victims who are then survivors. It's just really powerful. And at the end of this, and this isn't, I'm not spoiling anything because you know that this happened. Right. right. There were 125, I believe, uh, survivors of Larry Nassar's abuse. I didn't know that. Well, there were hundreds more, hundreds of them. But there were 125 who actually stood up and spoke to him at his sentencing hearing. And part of a plea deal that the prosecutors insisted on. They said, we will not do a plea deal unless you will sit there and hear from these women and hear their impact statements. And so anyone who wanted to was allowed to come up and the judge fully supported this and, and say their piece. And he had to sit through the entire thing. And so you, those statements at the end, I mean, I was watching it just with tears streaming down my face because the resilience of these young women and the strength that they show and standing up and say, we're not going to take this anymore was really unbelievably inspiring. Oh, so I'll it's called this. Athlete A yeah. and it's just a one, it's not like a mini series or anything. It's a one episode deal and it's like a two hour or whatever documentary. It's 100% worth a watch. Okay. And then the second thing that I think you should watch, I started watching this. I got through about three episodes with my daughter when I was a kid. I loved the Babysitter's Club books <laughs> so much, so much. And so there is a new Babysitter's Club series and you can stream it and it's so cute and it's smart and it's fun and I love it. And it was, it's just wildly exciting and it shows you just like what the books did which were so cute these books came out between 1986 and 2000 they sold 176 million copies i bought tons of them oh when my i God, was a kid that's so cute and so now you can watch the series on netflix and it's just very very fun my daughter's five and a half we watched the first few episodes together and she loved it and so we'll definitely cute. be watching more so i think if you were just a fan or if you have a child like 
in that like six to 12 range, watching it with them would be really fun. <laughs> Do you still have your books? They were the little no. like, they were like little paperbacks, weren't they? They were all paperbacks. Yeah. yeah. I loved that. I loved Sweet Valley High. I loved Sweet Valley Twins. Oh, how cute. I loved Nancy Drew. I loved oh. the Boxcar Children. <laughs> you know, all these books that I loved so much. Oh, um, that's I just want my child to experience yeah. too and hopefully enjoy and not think, oh gosh, mom is so old and boring, but whatever. I love so that. Babysitter's Club also on Netflix. So that'll help you kind of watch Athlete A and then you can cleanse the palate a little bit with um, Babysitter's Club. What are you reading? So this month, in the in the midst of all of the civil unrest and the Black Lives Matter movement and all of the discussions around that, the play All My Sons just kept coming back to me. It was an Arthur Miller play, I think from the 50s or 60s. And I had read it probably in high school or I read it in my 20s. And I just, it, it was so weird. It just, it just kept coming back to me. Have you ever read it? Mm-mm. So I read it because I just, I couldn't shake that uh, you need to read all my sons again. Oh, and that's great. So, so I went back to read it. And the reason it was, it was coming back to me was it's about, and I'll just give a short synopsis, but it was really interesting how tangentially it was relating to the Black Lives Matter movement in my own head. It was about, and it's, it's beautifully written and it, it still holds up, which is interesting because now what is that like almost well, let's see if it was written in, this, let's just say, 1960, 40, 60 years. It's a 60-year-old play that it's about a father whose son dies in World War II. His son was a pilot in World War II. The father was a manufacturer of plane parts. And the father had allowed some defective plane parts to go through his assembly system. And the the son that's the soldier finds out ends up going on a mission and killing himself. This is very deep. The son that survives inherits the business. And when it's revealed what his father done, what his father had done, gives a speech about all of these men that had gone to war and had sacrificed themselves and had sort of tried to do the right thing in war. And then when he came back and he says, the quote was, the son says, the war to everybody that was here just seemed like a bus accident. Mm -hmm. To me, it was everything. I lost all these men that I loved. And he said to come back and to buy a new car and to just go out to dinner and to just live life just as nothing had changed. That feels like loot to me. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's why it was coming back to me. Because when we're looking at all of the young African-American men that have died at the hands of the police and to just say, well, that happened, and then just to move on is wrong. We need to remember the injustice of that. And so that's why that play kept coming back to me because it was re- that message was resonating in a new way for me in the middle of all of those discussions. So you can you can find the the play if you just google it, you can read the play. You know, I know everybody was giving out reading lists. This is a little off that path, but the message resonates about how all of us have a responsibility to to all of us, and hence the title, All My Sons, that we're all interconnected. And I think it, it's, a, it's a message that still resonates. You can also get it on Audible if you want to listen to it. You can listen to the performance. But I think it's important, and I think these are still, if you have a high schooler and this isn't on their reading list, this is a really good discussion point for your children 
if they read the play and to have a good discussion about what our responsibility is to one another. I think it matters. That was oh, much great. deeper than I meant to go. But <laughs> Hey, Nesters, we want you to know more about one of our incredible guests turned sponsor on Best of the Nest. Annalisha Nimala is the powerhouse behind the Exercise 180 community and movement. We had an incredibly emotional and raw conversation with Annalisha on episode 92 that focused on how we look at, treat, and value our bodies. And you can go further with Annalisha by becoming an Exercise 180 member. When you do, you get an all-access pass to Annalisha's E180 digital course, private podcast, online workout videos, and private Facebook group where she hosts health challenges and live events, everything you need to become one of the strongest, healthiest people you know in body and mind, and to initiate you into a movement creating real change for the next generation, specifically our daughters. Go to exercise180.com forward slash join dash now for more about her membership, and she also offers a free Masterclass that lays out the seven principles her E180 philosophy is built on. Get signed up for that at exercise180.com. As a bonus, everyone who signs up for her free masterclass receives a special link that allows you to get registered for her membership at a big discount. And go back and listen to episode 92 of Best to the Nest. It's a must listen. Well, we're going to go deep with the reading too with me. Okay. <laughs> I just, um, I finished White Fragility which is by Robin DiAngelo oh, and did? it is it's the book is White Fragility Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism and I want to just give you a couple recommendations about it. Number 1, I actually listened to it on Audible and right. I would recommend that you read it instead of listen to it. Oh, interesting. So, I just didn't feel like I didn't love the voiceover person. This is now this is real shallow. I didn't love the voiceover person. I think it's really sensitive to the um taking in the information. And right. I also wish that I would have read it because I know I would have made like a thousand Notations, notes and yeah. highlights and things that I wanted to go back to. So that being said, I, I would recommend if you're going to take on this book that you read it instead of listen to it. But it was really, I will go so far as to say, I think this should be required reading for white Americans oh, because wow. what was so fascinating about it was It really helps you just look at racism in a completely different way. And we have been taught that racism is either a good, bad issue, right? You're bad if you're a racist. You're good if you're not. And so we're always trying to fit into being good means not being racist. So I'm always trying to show you that I'm not racist. And when you're doing that, we are completely missing the point and the bigger picture point, right? We always back up. The backup bigger picture point is that systemic racism is built into our society. It is built into America. So if you are a white person in America, it is impossible for you to be completely free of racism because you were raised in a racist system. And that doesn't mean that you need to obsess over feeling guilt about this because the guilt doesn't get us anywhere either. The guilt just makes us paralyzed and feel bad and not able to take any action. I finally feel after reading this book, like I can understand systemic racism and I can understand tangible things that I can do about it without it all being mucked up by 
well, what if I do the wrong thing or say the wrong right. thing? Because Robin's point is, as a white person in America, because of the way that we were raised in the system we're raised in, you will say the wrong thing. Right. You will do the wrong right. thing. And it's inevitable. And so if you can just let that go and go, okay, this is how it's going to be, you can actually move forward and have authentic relationships with black people and people of color and you can build communities and we can actually start to make steps towards change. So White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. I think it's essential. Read it. Go for it. Okay. Well, what are you listening to? That's a heavy month for both of us right there. <laughs> I know. But that's I good. Know, but lot. that's good because I think the yes. conversation, part of what every what we were pledging to do is to keep that conversation going and not let it pass. So this is good. Mm-hmm. Listening. I listen sometimes to The Daily from The New York Times. Do you listen to that? It's a podcast. No, I don't. It's a host, and he'll talk to a reporter. I don't listen to it often. Every couple of weeks or so, I might listen to an episode. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I'm thinking, kind of just, it's okay. (laughs) But I I wanted to recommend one episode of this, because that's my way of saying I'm not recommending that you have to listen to The Daily every day. But I am going to recommend this one episode of The Daily uh, it was from July 6th. You can find it pretty easily. And the host had on the science reporter from the New York Times. And the topic was new insights about the coronavirus. It was so interesting. And so I've learned so much. And I think the value of any media that we take in, you know it's good when you can't wait to tell something. You can't wait to tell everybody what you heard. You want to pass along yeah. a nugget of what you heard, and so I will good. pass along this nugget. The 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 host asked, "Why are the symptoms of the coronavirus so different in so many people? Why does it attack so many different organs and manifest itself differently?" Which is a question that I, in my own head, I had not found an answer to. Have you? No. He gave it to me. It's because it's not a respiratory virus. It's a vascular virus. It travels through the bloodstream. That's why we're seeing it manifests itself in people's brains or in their hearts or in their kidneys or in their toes or in their... That explained everything for me. Makes it a thousand times more frightening, (laughs) but at least I have the answer. I have the answer. So I thought that was really interesting. But that was just one of the insights into the coronavirus. So if you're like me and you are trying to learn everything you possibly can about this virus because you're dad obsessed, you'll like this episode. Okay, that's really good. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay, uh, before we go, what I'm listening to, and I mentioned that I was going to do this and I wanted to just follow up, Untamed by Glennon Doyle is her latest book, and she uh, writes, uh, shares stories about essentially becoming a woman in our culture hmm. and what that means and um, what that meant for her personally. And she shares about the breakdown of her marriage and the love that she found with former soccer star Abby Wambach. Oh, right, right, right. Glennon is amazing, and I've met her several times. We've had her on Twin Cities Live, and and I just love her and respect her and adore her. But I started listening to Untamed, and I'll tell you, in the first, gosh, like three chapters, I was crying in my car listening to it. She narrates it, so if you want to listen to it on Audible, you'll hear her voice, which I always love when the author is the one that narrates it. Right. And I am obsessed. I texted my girlfriends last night and said, started Untamed. And I'm obsessed. It's all I can think about. Like, as soon as we end this conversation, Marjorie, I'm going to turn it on so I can keep listening to more, which is a good sign. And I think that women, 
will love this. It's and and when she if you go to her website, untamedbook.com, it says when women learn how to please, we forget who we are. When women lose themselves, the world loses its way. We do not need any more selfless women. What we need right now is more women who are full of themselves. A woman who is full of only herself no longer internalizes the world's memos and expectations. A woman who is full of herself knows and trusts herself enough to say and do what must be done and lets the rest burn. This is how you find yourself. It is fabulously powerful, and I think that you will enjoy it. And each chapter is essentially like a short story. Oh, I love this. Which is just makes it like you can't wait for the next one. So that's what's happening. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I need a new walking book, so I will download this today. This is great. Yeah. This is It'll great. be really good. Okay, so that's what we're watching, reading, and listening to. That was a good one this month. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you hope. To be your best every day, You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.